0: Legends, myths, ghosts, the paranormal, all these and more. Exploring into the night. Welcome. Welcome back, my ghost seeking, witch loving, ghost seen friends, to episode 18 of a favorite spookcast, Exploring into the Night. I am your host, Galileo. Today, We go back down south for tonight's stories. I apologize for not telling mine just yet, as I'm not only remembering the details, but I'm also checking out pictures to make sure I'm 100% accurate. Today, we return to the stories in the U.S., as we have plenty that our listeners have sent to us. These are from... These are from south, the southwestern state of Arizona. They were sent to us by Joe. I believe he is from Glendale. The first story is called the Jerome Hotel. The Jerome Grand Hotel first opened in 1927, although back then it was actually called United Verde Hospital. Over the years. There were several murders and suicides, even before it was converted into a hotel, and it is these incidents that held responsible for the strange paranormal activity that is now all too common at the Jerome Grant Hotel. One of the murders seems to have happened in one of the operating rooms that are now closed off to the public. It was during a uh, routine appendicitis operation that the patient passed on the operating table. This was very strange since it was somewhat common surgery and it was highly unlikely that this would happen. A couple of weeks later, a reporter that had heard of the patient's death decided to investigate to see what had actually happened. Turns out, the doctor and the patient were neighbors, and had been so for several years. A couple of months prior to the surgery, they had gotten into a huge argument regarding not only their property line, but also about being in love with the same lady. They had gone to court to have the judge rule the property issue in which the patient had won. This giving him an additional 20 square meters from the other property. This made the doctor take down his fence and replace it two meters back. Which of course made him really angry. Also, the lady had chosen the patient which enraged the doctor. But he did nothing at the time. One day, the doctor was in his night shift At the hospital, when all of a sudden, his neighbor was rushed in with appendicitis and required immediate surgery. The doctor got ready and performed the surgery, but did not remove the appendix. No. He only sewed it in, knowing they would poison his neighbor, who died two days later in that same hospital. And the cause of death, of course. Blood poisoning. Nowadays, you can still hear the moans of the man in abdominal pain in the hall that used to lead to the operating rooms. Almost every day at around 11 p.m., which is more or less the time that he arrived to the hospital, people report a mysterious banging like something like a car door closing and walking up and down that very hallway. Very few have reported seeing the silhouette of a tall, long-haired man, hunched over, holding his stomach as if he were in pain. When called out, the lights flicker and he disappears into thin air. This is the most famous of the old hotel, but people have reported several others, especially down where the emergency and operating rooms were. As you know, like with all hospitals around the world, most people that pass away there are usually in one of those two places. The next story is called Vulture Mind. All the man- abandoned mines always seem to be a hotbed for paranormal activity, and Arizona's Vulture Mind is no different. There... Are several areas of the old mine that are reported to be haunted but the most notable is probably the mess hall. It is here that people say they can still smell food being cooked and even hear the clanging of various pots and pans. Another hot spot is a massive ironwood tree which was once a hanging tree and is now said to be haunted by the souls of the criminals who died there. These criminals would try to get into the mine, and steal the gold and other minerals that were being extracted. Some of the criminals would just run off when they heard the security guards walk by, but others would face the guard and almost always were shot on the spot. These criminals that do remain are those who when running ran further into the mine instead of outside. Many of those falling under into the underground tunnels several feet or even one that knocked a pillar and caused the tunnel to cave in, crushing him under tons of rock and stone. He is said to be the one that haunts the tree. Since he was buried there once the mind reopened, and no one reclaimed his lifeless body. I find it kind of sad to die and be buried at the place where you have committed your last crime. That's just probably the worst place to be in the afterlife. I think we all would like to be buried, at least if if not some place familiar, some place that we can be with those that are familiar to us. Today's third story is called the Birdcage Theater. Back in the day, 1800s of course, the Birdcage Theater would have been been the prime entertainment spot in the old boom town of Tombstone. It seems that it is not quite ready to give up that title. There have been numerous, numerous apparitions reported here as well as disembodied voices and ethereal music. During the gold rush years, many travelers, crooks, rangers and many other people that passed by and some actually stopped and enjoyed a good time before moving on to their final destination. In the lobby of the theater, there was a canteen, of course. Poker and other card game tables. It's not exactly recorded, but legend has it that several people lost their lives here while playing in. Well, same reason as always. Cheating. Don't ever get caught cheating. The worst thing you can do, first cheat, then get caught. When this happened, theater workers would just dump the bodies out back and leave them there for the coroner to pick them up. Since there were strangers to town, they would be taken and incinerated with no one batting an eye or even claiming their belongings. Some people have reported that if you walk by the theater late at night, you can still hear, and if you're lucky, see the figures playing on into the night. Well, this card-playing and dying game seem to repeat over and over in these towns that were the last gateways to the Western world out west, in the people's search of gold, fame, and fortune of the time. The next story. It's called Palace Restaurant. The Palace Saloon is in Prescott. It was first opened back in September of 1877. This was much more than just another drinking den. It was decorated in lavish and tasteful decor and stocked only the finest liqueurs imported from some of the most exotic locations all over the world. In short, it was a little bit more upmarket than most salons of that time. However, in 1883, it was destroyed in a fire, and the owner, Robert Brow, had to rebuild it. The new place, salon, was even grander than before, and Brow invested money in a stone foundation, brick walls, and a long bar. Unfortunately, it was again damaged by fire in 1900, killing about 20 people that were gambling inside. No one knows exactly the number as stories vary from 18 to 23, so we're sticking at around 20. The building that stands now was built in 1901 in a neoclassical revival style using iron, granite, and ornamental bricks. This has made it an attractive prospect for Hollywood and it has been a filming location for many movies. The movies are by no means the only claim to fame that the place restaurant and saloon has. It is also known for being one of the most haunted places in the state. One of the most well known ghosts. Called the salon home is a male spirit who goes by the name of nevis it is believed that in life he lost everything to the town sheriff when he put up his mortuary business as collateral in a high stakes poker game now when whenever men play cards in the salon nevis is said to make an appearance always looking for a chance to win back his property Gotta get back what's yours, I guess. Especially if you lose it at a bandhand of poker. Now, The Hermosa Inn is an hacienda-style hotel in Scottsdale that is set in six acres of lush des- desert and the foot of Camelback Mountain. It is very much the type of accommodation that you that you might choose when you want to escape from it all. The original owner of the Hermosa Inn was Alonso Murgagi, known as Lon to his friends. And it is said that he loved the place so much that he never wanted to leave, even after he had died. Now he is believed to be the spirit haunting the property today. Guests and hotel staff alike report seeing... What they describe as a lanky cowboy around the inn, he is often blamed for breaking glasses and bottles during the night and flushing toilets when nobody's in the bathroom. One staff member, Miss Lindsay Bubeg, says that she has also encountered Lon as a shadow figure in a cowboy hat. Once home, always home. The last story of the day is called. Crook Tunnel. Crook Tunnel is a place that has a very dark and grim history associated with it, so it really does not come as much of a surprise that the place is alleged to be so haunted that there are most definitely some dark secrets held in these walls. The tunnel was built back in 1902, but in June of 1905 a rock slide in the tunnel hit a passenger train that was bound for Benson, and although the train only suffered minimal damage, the track ended up completely blocked by rock and dirt. As soon as word got out of the incident, a group of men headed into the tunnel to deal with the situation. It took them several hours to clear the tracks. It is not clear if anyone died during the incident, but a few years later, was one confirmed death recorded. In 1912, the body of a man named Henry Marks was found in in the Crook Tunnel. His body was battered and bruised. His arms and legs were broken and one of his limbs was almost completely detached from his body. Detached from his body. It is believed that he must have been run over by a train. Witnesses said that the man had been a little bit drunk when he left Bisbee and headed home via Kruk tunnel. His spirit is now said to haunt the tunnel and many investigators have suggested that Henry Mark is angry that his death was passed off as an accident. Is there more to his death than meets the eye? The unexplained activity that occurs in the now- Discussed tunnel includes cold spots, disembodied voices, and even full apparitions. Well, we're gonna have to hit that tunnel soon, pretty quick, and make an an investigation on our own, spend a night or two, maybe three if possible, and see what happens. But for now, thank you, COVID. We're sticking in, sticking it through and keep in put. So, please don't go outside, stay inside, and if you must go outside, wear a face mask. The more care we take care of each other, the faster we can get through this. Well my friends, it's getting kinda late once more, and I sense it's time to go out and explore into the night once again, remember, if you have any stories, legends, myths, or personal experiences, and would like for us to share them in this podcast, please send them to eitnpodcast at gmail.com, as as how you've been doing over the past couple months, or you can also follow us on the Twitter, at Into Exploring, or just type Exploring Into the Night. Now, if you would like to share your story yourself, We can set up a call where you can tell us your stories in your own personal words. And you will be featured in this podcast. Talk to you in the next episode. This has been your host Galileo. Good evening.